Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy E Money. Out here at Hush Mouth Radio, man. And to be honest with you, it's something that's been in the mix for a while. And I've unloaded I've loaded it in my brain and it's about time to uh unload it and be able to let the people hear the thoughts that are going through not only my head, just just the actual everyday person's head and if you're not thinking about it you should if you're not thinking about it you should um in all reality let's start off with america i myself i'm american um born and raised in massachusetts moved down to Florida about eight years ago, and I've been here ever since. Now, throughout my journeys, um, I've seen a, I've seen a lot. I've shook a lot of hands. I've, I've been a few places, and there was always just an, uh, a different perspective that I saw life in, and, and the older I got, the more it made sense to me. So anyways... This is a series of volume, man. Listen, this is a show. Tune in every fucking week, man. And and just listen. And if it makes sense to you, I'll be building a, a, a phone line that you guys can call. I'll be having a Google, uh, Gmail. You guys can hit me up, man, and, and ask me questions, man. Or give me your input. I love to hear other people's inputs on anything that there is. Um... So anyways, episode one, we're going to talk about dimensions in this episode. Um, We're going to kind of get straight to it. I may drift off at times. That's just my style. Keep up with me. Um, So growing up, I was in a very religious household. Always um, was taught to pray. I was always raised um, with Christian beliefs for the most part. I believe growing up, my mother was Roman Catholic and somewhere along the lines, she converted into Christianity. Um, and I always knew that there was, there was good and there was bad. I mean, as you grow into an adult, um, me, myself, I'm 28 years old. As you grow into an adult, you begin to raise your consciousness on certain things depending on your frequency I'll get to that later now growing up I always knew there was good I always knew that there was good there was bad I always knew there was good people and bad people good situations bad situations so on and so forth but I never understood the concept of religion as I got older I then realized that A lot of religions, which all are great for the most part, um, and this is no offense to any religions, I mean, when I mean for the most part, an example of, uh, you know, satanic cults or, you know, religions that clearly encourage you to do that, um, and just label it as a religion, and this is what gets to my point, is religion is all man-made, If you have a good idea or you have a good point of view on something, a good story, and you get enough people to believe you and follow you, 
you can be you can be a pastor too. You can be a preacher or a pastor. You can be whatever you want. And hold on, let me let me change my settings really quick. Um, fuck, where was I? So, so religions, in my opinion, were all man-made. And when something is man-made, it is made to their liking. Um, you know, when have you ever heard a group of people make rules or laws or whatever the case may be that was going to work against them? You never heard of that and never seen that. Um, and with that being said, as it continues to move, to move forward, um, when you create a religion, you have enough people that follow you and you can be a pastor yourself. You can be, you can, you can teach this belief that you have. And if you can convince enough people, um, you can go for it. You can have a church of your own and, and so on and so forth. So within all of these religions are stories that are ancient stories. These stories go back thousands and thousands of years. Um, some to the beginning of time, most to the beginning of time. An example, um, you know, the, the, the Christian Bible, um, uh, the Quran, I'm, I'm, Certain things I'm, I'm ignorant to the fact still. Um, the Buddhist Bible or the, the book of, of, of Buddhism. Um, they're all ancient texts. And somebody believed them enough or seen these things, right? Enough to the point that they decided to create a following and decided to teach this belief that they have. So time goes on, and you have a following now. Now, there's certain things that are going to favor you and yours. So, growing up, I really wasn't a religious kind of guy. Now, I pray. I believe in a higher power. Um, I believe in, in a good power. I believe something, whatever created us, God, well, you know, whatever God may be, um, created us with love and not hate and that's very important um and i believe that it's good to have a good frequency now what i mean by frequency is us as the human body we are energy we are this walking this walking ball of energy um, and we're enclosed in our body, which is our, our vessel, our capsule. We are enclosed in this in this in, in this body, this beautiful body that was given to us. Um, and but we're energy. So at the end of the day, energy is all around us. You can literally put your head on the floor and listen to the energy. You can hear the humming noise you ever been in a quiet room the next time you're in a room by yourself go in a quiet room turn everything off lights tv 
everything, anything that emits some type of energy and sit there in the quietness, in the darkness, and you will hear a humming noise, that is energy. It's non-stop, it's continuous. So if we have energy here, energy can be anywhere. Whether it's in the stars, whether it's it's here on earth, um, underwater. So, back to religion. So, with, with whatever energy is put into these books um, of these followings and these teachings, um, at that point, you have to accept what this book is teaching. If not, you'll be like me. And you'll question almost damn near everything. Gift and a curse. Now, it's a gift because you know that there's something more. There's something that we have not been taught. There's something that we have not been told or at least explained properly to us. And that's 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 my point of view on it. I do not down anybody's religion because at one point in time... The Egyptians, the the Mayans, the the uh, the Aztecs, the Hopi Indians—I mean, the, the the Aboriginals in Australia—long list. These people seen something. I doubt that there will be people drawing on caves and walls, taking their time to construct something that they didn't see. There was no Stephen King movies. There was no nothing. There was no TV. There was no imagination. There was no probably not even any gossip. So these people eventually drew what they saw on these walls. They they were seeing these these creatures that were coming from in and out of the stars. Um, and at that point, there's different stories because there's different points of views which break down which break down the different religions that they are um as you continue to move forward with life and if if you are part of a religion I do not down you I do not shame you for being part of a religion it's completely okay to be part of a religion as long as I, I believe as long as it helps you be a better person that's all I'm for. Um, so in these different dimensions, we'll get to dimensions later because dimensions have a lot to do with almost everything that I'm going to start explaining. Um, within these dimensions, let me get a drink really quick. Within these dimensions, there's different levels of consciousness. There's different levels of realities maybe there's different dimensions that already know the mystery of life and death and the mystery of of where we come from and so on and so forth maybe there is you know maybe maybe there is maybe there is consciousnesses and that's why there's the third dimension the fourth fourth dimension the fifth dimension the sixth dimension so on and so forth now Just for a second, 
just think, just for a second, <clears throat> excuse me, just think, on any standpoint and any point of view, if you are a evolutionary, uh, evolution uh, theorist that believe that we, we, you know, um, we evolved from monkeys or some type of hominid, some type of bipedal uh, creature, animal, um, was that was here if we evolved don't you think that the the chances i mean you're rolling the dice when it comes to evolution you really roll the dice and it's kind of you know uh survival teaches you to either evolve or, or evolve or die it's either or um if if that happened here the odds of that happening in our vast vast universe is a million possibilities. There's a million stars, there's a million planets. Um, it's possible. If you believe in God or you believe in any type of religion um, that contributes to the creation of man, if you're God, um, it's so amazing and spectacular. Don't you think he can do another miracle somewhere else it'll be naive and narcissistic as a human being to think that we are the only inhabitants and all these galaxies and stars and planets now you'll have those people that they're gonna say oh well duh there's you know there's 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 microbes and there's bacteria on fucking one of the moons jupiter yeah, there is, but that's not intelligent life. I mean, real life, like life that's conscious, life that's that's able to respond, even if it's not the same language, respond um, to a conversation or something, some type of interaction. Um, so, if you believe in God, you you believe that God is is the Almighty, the High, and of course, you know, I believe this. That this is my train of thought on it. Um, he made life here. I mean, he can make life anywhere. He's just that awesome. He's just that creative. So, let's start there. Life starts. Now, in the Christian Bible, in the book of Genesis, there is a part, a few parts, that... Not that I questioned, but I did want to decipher a little bit better. Now, once again, I read multiple books. I've intook so much information from different cultures, different points of the world. Um, so when I read these verses out of the Bible, I then begin to analyze as a logical individual, educated individual on what is trying to be interpreted within these sentences and these verses and these books. So when God creates the earth, said it took him seven days, right? And seven days, the seventh day he relaxed, chilled out, hung out, whatever God does on his day off. So 
what they don't explain until like the middle of the Bible is that one day for God is a thousand years on earth. It's clear to see that there's some type of time, space, continuum, distraction. There's something going on that time does not tick the same. So, that's the thing about the Bible, is you really have to read the whole Bible in order to understand the Bible. So, back to the beginning. Seven days, 7,000 years, it took our Lord to make the earth, which is beautiful, it's flawless, I mean, it's perfect. Shit, 7,000 years, I'll take it. It's, it's great here. So, once the planet was made and he saw that he decided to make a man of his image um, with the dirt of the earth and clay and molded it and he breathed he breathed his air into this clay um, and Adam was made side note Adam A-D-A-M other side note Adam A-T-O-M we're made of atoms coincidence I think not we'll keep it moving though anyways so Adam was made Adam was you know hanging out chilling checking out all the animals and stuff everything was cool but God from wherever God was watching from he seen that Adam was lonely. He seen that Adam was lonely. I don't know if Adam was sexually lonely. I don't know if he even knew what that was. He was lonely. God then puts Adam, and this is in the Bible, y'all. I mean, I can't make this up. You can pull up your Bible, Google it. This is in the Bible. It may be in different, not even different words. They may be laid out differently, but... This is the this is what it says in the Bible. Now, excuse me if I don't have all the all the verses and everything written down, um, but I can pull them up. I'll drop them under uh, a link underneath um, this video once I get put it once I get it put out. Top of that, I'm driving, um, so I can't really do much besides unload my brain and drive. So, Adam gets lonely Adam gets lonely God then puts Adam to sleep into a deep sleep takes out Adam's bone his rib from his rib creates Eve now let's pause right there alright it's 2019 right 2019 we're here thank God Adam was put into a sleep, slumber, deep sleep, whatever your Bible is going to tell you, whatever word. Go Google that word, look in a dictionary, and you'll see that that word is translatable to a deep sleep, some type of sleep of some sort. So, as it continues, I, um, I continue to read. 
and I hear, I, I read this part, and I'm like, this sounds like Adam was put to sleep in our modern day anesthesia, and DNA was extracted from Adam's bone marrow. His DNA was extracted from his bone marrow that God took out of Adam in a deep sleep. And from that bone and that DNA extraction, he then created Eve. I mean, does anybody else scratch their head when they hear that part? I mean, this is in the Bible. This is documented. This is the book that we, that, that at least in America, 80%, 90% of Americans rely on, you know, and believe in. Um, so you have to scratch your head there because it's resembling a, an actual surgery. It's resembling, you know, an actual procedure of, of cloning and DNA and, and, and creating, and it's just amazing. So we move on. So now God then says, when he creates Adam, behold, my greatest creation, behold, my greatest creation. Now, I have a son, beautiful son, smart little guy, it's awesome, but he's also my only son. Logically speaking, if I said, behold, my greatest son. I got a few baby mamas that I ain't paying child support because I have to have something to compare my son to in order for me to even determine that it is my greatest creation. This is my greatest. You have to have something to compare to it. So, there's a whole bunch of questions there. I mean, what else have you created that you are comparing this creation and saying that this is the greatest creation for one for two who was God talking to he was clearly speaking to something a committee uh, a friend uh, he was talking to somebody he then says behold my greatest creation made in the likeliness of me of I I am so Another question would be, by him saying, behold my greatest creation, I'm sure he pissed a couple people off, right? I mean, imagine you being the only child and then having another kid, like having like a kid sister or something, like your your parents have another kid, and all these years it's been you, right? You're like fucking 13, right? And then this little shit comes along. And it's like, oh, well, behold, my great, this is my greatest kid. You know, you're going to piss some people off. We'll get to that later. So anyways, um, all of my shows, by the way, they're going to be about 40 to 60 minutes. Um, I'll be putting out as much material as I can. Um, you know, I, I do have a life. I have, um, I have a son. Um, I have a job. Um, you know, I also run my own business on the side. 
So there's, uh, there's a lot that I do. Um, but all my segments will be about 40 to 60 minutes long. So if I do have to cut off on certain things, you can either contact me about it, send me an email, call in. Like I said, you know, there's going to be numbers that you can call and emails that you can address very, very, very soon. Um, so anyways, so Adam gets created, right? So we're fast forward and he's the greatest creation. So now Adam and Eve, they're hanging out in the garden and, you know, everything's cool. And here comes Eve. She's going around the garden. And when God made Adam and Eve, all he said was that tree right there, whatever you do, don't eat it. Don't go to it. Don't bite. Don't eat the fruit that bear from this tree. So I'm guessing time went on. Not too sure. Doesn't really have a time span. Time went on. And Eve um, ends up you know, lingering around the, the, the tree of wisdom, the tree of knowledge. And this is where I'm going to get a couple people mad. But I do promote it in educational purposes. Once again, um, if you beg to differ, if you want to discuss it. Um, cool. I will not discuss with people who don't have any knowledge. You know, don't come on my show just being butt hurt. If you're gonna be butt hurt, cool, but be butt hurt with some facts. That's all I ask. You can shut me up. I've been shut up before. I ask all my ex-girlfriends. But you gotta come with some facts. So, anyways, once again, this is hush mouth radio. I'll talk about everything that nobody else wants to talk about. So here we are. This is why this is why we hush mouth radio. So, I don't know what Adam was doing, but Eve comes along and, you know, she's, she's uh, through the, the garden. And she then gets lured by the devil. The devil's quickly introduced um, in the Bible within, like, the first couple of chapters, really. Um, and the devil which it's crazy because the the de- like there's a story there's stories prior to Adam and Eve that are like in the middle of the book so you really have to read the bible you really have to read the bible you'll get some great things from it as well as just a person and a moral character um you don't have to take everything in you know you can have a plate of food with all different types of 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 food on it and it doesn't mean that you're going to take everything off that plate um metaphorically speaking you know you can you pick and choose what you want to learn you pick and choose what you want to believe in and whatever makes you a better person so you have to read the bible um in order to hear the story that happened before all of this, right? It was like a freaking Harry Potter movie and stuff, right? So, at that point, um, the devil was already lurking around, and he calls Eve over. And he tells Eve, hey, um, you know, you know you could bite, the, you know, bite this fruit, right? And Eve responds, you know, um, well, you know, God told us not not to. You know, God told us not to eat from this fruit or we will die. And the devil responds, you know, laughing. And he's like, you're not going to die. You'll be just like him. You'll know. You'll know right from wrong. You'll know. You'll have temptations. You'll have you'll have you'll, you'll have flesh. You'll feel the flesh. 
So then, um, Eve bites the apple. Now, I believe the Bible is very metaphorical. Um, it's very, can't say subliminal, but there are some things that you have to put some thought behind because I doubt a fruit, biting a fruit, it's either going to, like, like, I don't, yeah, like, you're not really biting a fruit, you know, it's, it's something a little bit more serious than that. I don't think the fate of humanity and mankind relied on an, on an apple. Um, my opinion, after collecting a lot of information and being very logical, I believe and believe I, I, I take thought. Let me not say I believe this, but I think that Eve and the devil had some type of sexual encounter at this point, um, which about three more verses down, it explains that the, that the sons of God um, came down and had sex with our women because they were so beautiful. So this was already happening. So Eve and the devil have sex. For the first time, Eve has sex with... Uh, someone else that's not her husband. So, at this point, of course, you know, let's be humans. Let's take it back to being humans. We have sex, you know, you, you, you have an orgasm, whatever the case may be. Feels good to get one off, whatever the case is. So that gets done. And Eve runs to Adam and says, you know, convinces Adam to bite from the fruit as well. Metaphorically, um, maybe they had sex for fun rather than procreative reasons. Um, you know, 70% of us in America still, you know, we have sex for fun. You know, that's why if, if we didn't have sex for fun, we wouldn't have condoms, you know. So they had sex for fun instead of procreating. And then God comes back. Throughout all of this, God was—God was. I guess he was handling. I guess he was making another planet or something. There was something else going on. Um, God comes back to the Garden of Eden, and he's yelling for Adam and Eve, or Adam or Eve, one of the two. And Adam and Eve are both hiding at this point. God then asks Adam and Eve, "Why are you hiding, and why are you covering yourselves?" They then responded, because we're naked and we don't want to be seen naked. Let's stop right there. Now, as a kid, right, we all have private parts. As kids, we do not even begin to think about using our private parts for anything besides peeing and pooping, right? So, at this point, once you become... 13, 14, 18, but once you become to a certain age, you know what your private parts are for. It's kind of similar to that. As a parent, you know, of course, it's inevitable, but 
you will be a little shocked to know that your kids are having sex once they start getting protective about their private parts. So anyways, let's fast forward again. So God then says, how do you know that you're naked? At that point, they realize that they are naked, that they have, you know, vaginas and they have penises and, and, and those are things that other people look at and, you know, so on and so forth. God becomes angry and then banishes Adam and Eve into the rest of the world. So in the Bible, you guys, they give almost exact location, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> as to where the Garden of Eden is <coughs> or was at least. Sorry, guys. I'm talking to you motherfuckers for 30 minutes already. <clears throat> Alright, I'm back, fellas. Ladies and gentlemen. Um, so anyways. So after that, God becomes very angry. And wow. That's something that I'm seeing right now. I mean, this is pretty amazing. This is a side note. Not too sure what's going on right there. We got three stars, so it's pretty gnarly. So, anyways, I'll be back. Hold on. All right. My apologies. So, um, Adam and Eve get kicked out. <clears throat> now, by the way, there is exact locations on where the Garden of Eden is rumored to be, or was, actually. Now, two of these rivers have been dried out completely. Um, and the other two are the Tigris and the Euphrates, I believe. Tigris and the Euphrates um, and there's two other rivers when these four rivers met that's where the Garden of Eden was so let's continue let me not get you all over the place so once Adam and Eve get banished from the Garden of Eden they then go into the I guess the real world the rest of the world um, besides the Garden of Eden they begin to procreate and then they begin to have generations now if you don't know there is a lineage and they explain it in the bible of who's whose kid and who had whose kid and who's whose grandson so somebody had some type of record keeping since the beginning of time somebody watched god do all of this um, if you know who wrote the book of Genesis, if it says it anywhere in the Bible, feel free to let me know. Um, I've been trying to figure it out and I haven't figured it out yet. But if you know, um, of course, like I said, if you have some type of proof, um, you know, that I can look up and, and see it, you know, I'll research it. You know, even if you know a little bit of it, um, I'll research it. And, and, and if you're lucky enough, then we'll put it on the show. So anywho. So there's a lineage and, and, and life goes on. And then they kind of get to Cain and Abel. Um, but we'll stop there. That's a whole different story. So 
then we kind of fast forward and throughout the book I mean there is there's examples there's stories of aliens there's stories of angels there's stories of of how you know certain people Ezekiel Enoch uh, Elijah Moses Noah they all went and seen the sons of gods or the the uh the angels or um god himself and they would be gone for a long time but in reality it explains in the bible that they that time was different when they left now remember we started the show talking about dimensions so time was different the places were different. Um, you know, there's there's books in the Bible where they say that, you know, um, dang, I think it's the book of Daniel, if I'm not mistaken. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, there's a ladder going up and down from heaven and the angels are just kind of going up and down it and, you know, like, even if it's not exactly what he saw, Maybe if there was even a little bit of imagination behind this. To even begin to depict. They didn't even even know what a ladder was. But they obviously knew that they were using some type of mechanism to go up and down. It's crazy. So anyways. Shit. Um, Once again, do not podcast and drive, ladies and gentlemen. Shit is fucking risky. But anyways, so in the Bible, there's depictions of going to other places, being taken up from other, you know, being taken from here to go somewhere else, Um, going up to a mountain. And uh, I believe Moses would go up to a mountain and speak with God. And then when he would come back down from talking with God, he would glitter in this gold and he would shine. And he would be up there for days, weeks on end. And then he would come back down. And to him, it was probably maybe an hour conversation with God. But he really didn't know how how long he was gone. Um, These are different dimensions. These are, you know, once time gets to a point where time is irrelevant or it moves differently from here, you are no longer in this dimension. Our dimension is based though out of the things that we are based out of. 24 hours in a day, seven days in a week, um, 12 and 12. You know, there's 12, you know, from, from 1 a.m. to 11 a.m. Or from 12 a.m. to 11 a.m., you know, it's in the morning. From 12 p.m. to uh, 11 p.m., it's night. Or p.m. at least. So... Those laws only apply here. It doesn't apply everywhere else. Gordon Cooper, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong. Let's just call him an astronaut. An astronaut from NASA um, went up to space. He went up to the International Space Station. And he was up there for, I believe, two and a half or three years. Now, this astronaut left at 37 years old. And was up there for three years. 
So he was supposed to come back down at the age of 40. Now, this is what's crazy is the astronaut comes back down from doing his stretch up in space. And they do his physical because, of course, he's an astronaut. So you have to make sure that he's physically good. You know, you got to make sure that he didn't bring back any, you know, illnesses from outer space down to Earth. Um, And he was still 37 years old and grew a few inches in height. I mean, what? (laughs) So he did not age at the same rate that we were aging. If the guy who examined him and and this astronaut were both 37 years old, let's say for an example, the guy who who gave him a physical would be 40 years old and this guy came back down and was still 37 years old. That's only breaking the atmosphere. We were only above the atmosphere. For three years and time was different. Imagine the further we go, the different dimensions that we cross. Time isn't relevant in certain places. It's just moving. Time space continuum. I mean it's it's a continuum. It's it never really stops. So there's so many different stories and, and, and just genetic, just, just makeups of these different dimensions, these different places that we go to uh, when we pass away. You know, they believe there's a heaven and a hell and, and these all these different, you know, these different places that we go to. And I don't doubt it for one minute. But we have to also realize that it may not be the identical same thing as it is here. There may not be a guy sitting on a golden throne and all of your old homies and old friends um, hanging out, you know, in Thug's Mansion. Like, it might not be quite like that. And that's okay. Because whatever God is, it's good. So if, if, it's, if it's closer to what made me and what's good... Does it really matter what reality it is? So now we have dimensions to the point where I'm opening your mind about these certain things that are happening right in front of us, but nobody really pays attention to it. So dimensions and times, it changes. I mean, shit, even when you're on Earth... If it is 816 here in Florida, United States of America on the eastern coast, it can be tomorrow already in Belgium. I used to uh, be friends with a nice young lady um, in Belgium. And when it was 8 o'clock here, it was like 3 in the morning over there, which was already tomorrow. So if for some weird, cool way I can make my way to Belgium within a few hours, let's say I had like a super cool jet or something like that, um, and I could get from Florida to Belgium, um, I would be time traveling into tomorrow. I would leave here at a certain time and it'd still be today. And if I can cross over at the right time, 
It's tomorrow. So I just time traveled. Do you understand how big of a mind fuck that is? Let's say it's California's three hours behind. Let's say it's 12 o'clock a.m. Here on the eastern coast, right? Say it's 12 o'clock. Now, only on a super duper cool jet, you'd make it from Florida to California in like three hours. But let's say you could. Let's say, let's say whatever. Let's say that I had a super fast spaceship, jet, whatever. And I can make it from Florida to California in three hours or two hours, let's say, right? So I can run it and gun it. Technically, if I left at 9 o'clock, right? So it'd be 9, 11, 12. And I would make it to California. Technically, it should be tomorrow in Florida. But really, I just went back in time three hours to where it's still September 27th and not September 28th. September 28th hasn't came yet. And these are just small examples of of interdimensional and, and how how time and space is just an illusion. Time more than anything else is just an illusion. Because it's not like we feel that we're in yesterday. It's not like we feel that we can fly from here to there and be in tomorrow. But our time and the way that our law of of the the world is made up. Yeah, we just jumped through time. We just switched through days. We just decided that September 28th wasn't that cool. So fuck it. We're going to go to September 29th. And I don't even need to take a fucking nap. Of course, with a few Red Bulls. But anyways, this is just a quick little segment. It's it's literally episode one. It might not even be episode one. It's rough draft of a rough draft. Um... But there's so many other things that I would like to share with you guys. And then there's things that I know you guys want to share with me. And it's pretty awesome because everybody has so many stories that it's just great to hear it, you know, from other people. Um, if you have any, 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 if you yourself are a, you know, ex-astronaut, NASA, um, we're over on the space coast. So, you know, if you guys work for, you know, SpaceX or whatever it is, you know, it's all anonymous, dude, you know, unless you want you know, you don't give a shit about being known. Um, but, you know, I want to hear those stories. If you're in the military, you know, if you're a pilot, if you are just a regular Joe Schmo and you've seen some crazy shit on a country road one day, get to me. Holler at me. Let me know your story. You know, let's figure it out. So that's just breaking the iceberg on dimensions and time travel time travel and being able to manipulate those type of things without even having to leave our atmosphere um once we leave our atmosphere the ball completely changes to the next level um but yeah y'all you know listen to it check it out man hush mouth radio we talk about everything other people don't want to talk about man it's all love it's all for a better frequency and all for the love man y'all take care i'm checking in next week with you guys man and um be good man be knowledgeable be intelligent and don't be one of the sheep be one of the herders don't be one of the sheep man peace out